Do your neighbors judge you when you run around like a madman to the mailbox? Are you spending the last of your paycheck on a book of stamps? Do you find yourself printing form letters at 3 o'clock in the morning? Well, welcome to Autographers Anonymous. Welcome to Autographers Anonymous, a place where we discuss our addiction to the greatest hobby in the world. Let's go around the very tiny room. <laughs> I'm Chase with Chase and Inc., and uh, I have the best Sharpie for TTM or for uh, IP autographs right there. Or TTMs. You can send Sharpie. Yeah, TTMs, yeah. And uh, I'm Zane Savage, and welcome to our live Q&A. Let's see, and clever. It's lazy on my part to <laughs> write a line like that. But uh, we're going to start off with new returns as always. So uh, I guess we'll start with Chase. I don't see anybody else around other than you. So, uh, all right, I got a very small. I got two um, TTMs, and the rest are IP uh, TTMs. I got today, or not, not today, this weekend actually. Uh, Bill Fahey. Got two from him, and these took a little over 800 days. It's like 820 something days, I believe. So they were uh, they were out for a while. And I got uh, Gene Nelson. He did a three of three for me. He's got the same face in every one of them. Is just like, yeah, he's got. Uh, I'm gonna be mean face. You know? Exact same face. Because you know you can't you can't smile and smile on a baseball card. Smile on a baseball card. And then let's see. I uh, I go to minor league games, the, the Rough Riders, and got some uh, IP. Like in the intro, I was using this pen from Troy here, TTM autographs, and uh, ended up getting seventy three autographs that one night. But I'm not going to show them all, so don't worry. Every single one of them. <laughs> we probably have time today. But we got to fill this. We got to have some filler this episode. Their uh, their pitching coach is Greg Hibbard. So I got some uh, some from him. He's a great guy. It signs anything you bring up there. So, and then uh, they're the minor league team for the Rangers, and um, their Rangers backup catcher Isaiah Connor Falefel was there doing some rehab. Again, do what? What's his last name again? Kiner Falafa. <laughs> I, I, you, you went by it fast, so I knew you were uncomfortable. Yeah, well, I had to give you a little help for it. Here, I'll, there's the other card. You can. Oh my gosh. Kiner Falafel. Oh. <laughs> You're yeah, right. Yes. So, yeah, we got, uh, we got seven from him. He was a great guy. He signed before and after the game. Just a reminder, guys, you can type in chat and we'll see your chats. This is a live Q&A episode. So feel free to pipe in and we'll talk to you. I promise. And it'll be in the podcast. Amazing. Go ahead, Jason. Now, the last one here is Rangers prospect Jonathan Hernandez. Got a few from him as well. So, And then the rest of them were all just minor league guys nobody's ever heard of, So, except for their family. <laughs> So I'll uh, send it over to you. <laughs> They're going to make it to the majors one day. 
Hey, a lot of them have already made it up to this year. That's well, yeah. Point. Wait, you're tri- is it triple A? Uh, this is double A. Double A. Okay. <laughs> but they pipe them too fast. So great this year that you know they um, the double A team is half half there now. Yeah. Well, uh, is that it? That's it. Okay. Well, um, I got nothing. Well, actually, I lied. I do have a really cool piece. It cost me a hundred bucks. Um, not an autograph, of course, because <laughs> why would I bring an autograph to an autograph show? That'd be crazy. Um, it is a trading card, which I know a lot of you guys are into, and uh, this is for Fabric Fobs. And uh, just holding it is kind of weird because it's got a really cool relic in it. It is a piece of Daenerys Targaryen's cape. Oh, nice. Thrones. So, um, Does it say what season it is? It's the one where she's sitting on the throne. But not the Game of Throne. <laughs> or the, 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 the her, her little uh, throne she had built by the right. by the slave people or whatever. But uh, yeah, so cost me a hundred bucks, um, and I'll be chopping it up. Yeah, what's gonna happen? You're gonna rip that one up. Uh, I mean, that's why I bought it. <laughs> um, but uh, I just, that's something cool I got in. So that's my return. So, so how many fa- uh, fabric fobs can you get out of that one piece? I'm gonna try three. Um, Dinklage, I got one from Dinklage, and the fabric was so thick that you can't actually put it in there. So I had to tear it fabric by fabric and make it a mixed fabric fob. So it's like uh, just a bunch of strands of the fabric mixed together, so it'll actually fit. So I hate when that happens because you're kind of ruining the integrity of the piece. But you got to do what you got to do to fit it in there. So uh, that one looks like it will smash down and it'll be fine. So uh, probably three. Um, Okay, guys, uh, let's move on, and I'm going to do a TTM tool review on the Q&A episode. <laughs> Look at that. Um, and I want to talk about this little doohickey right here. And I've showed one of these off before, but it's a different kind. And it's actually, uh, this one's better than the one I used to have. Um, and the name for this is a QZ Tele Electronic 60X LED Microscope. It's a long uh, name. And um, this is actually built for currency detecting because if it was just for magnification, it wouldn't have this setting, which is black light, because that's for the currency. But you can also turn turn it to normal light like this. And uh, you hook it to your phone. And this is, uh, like I said, uh, 60X. And the one I showed you guys before... Uh, was only a 30x, so um, I think this will help me a lot on identification, especially like stuff that's suspected printed. Um, this this will pick up dot printing really easy. Um, yeah, the the black light can show you uh, variances in ink too if it's uh, that's true. Two different yeah. pens or anything. So yeah, I didn't even think about that, but yeah, you're right. Um, anyways, uh, again, this is called the uh, QZ Tel Electronic 60X LED Microscope, and it can be found on Amazon. Uh, John, where is everybody else? Well, this is a short notice that we're being on Facebook, so, I mean, that's probably why. But we sent a, um, a message out through all of our platforms, so it should spread over the show. We'll see. But um, John and Dennis, you guys feel free to come up with some questions because we're going to need you here in a bit. This is a Q&A <laughs> show. We're relying on some questions to be answered. So y'all can get on that. Um, so, yeah, go pick this up on Amazon. I believe it was $8. So 
Uh, if you got eight bucks blowing a hole in your pocket, uh, this is something pretty good to spend it on. Um, and uh, we're going to move on to our topic, which is Q&A, guys. So uh, this is where you're supposed to come in and actually ask us questions so we can answer them. Um, so feel free to do that. Um, but until then, I guess, uh, Chase, how was your weekend? <laughs> uh, it was all right. I'm actually going to the game tomorrow night. So, uh, you know, it, hopefully uh, I won't be getting 73 autographs again just because I don't have that many cards from the stadium after you got 73 autographs. Oh, no, no. I don't let that guy back in. He's just in here for autographs. See, the thing is, for the most part of them, I only got like three or four. I don't get a whole lot from each player. Right. Um, like with the with the Isaiah, I um, got him before and after the game, so it kind of split it up. But yeah, there's some guys out there that tend to try and ruin it because they'll have like twenty or thirty on like a big, like I think they use like the big. Uh, they even do that. Team. They even do that in uh, minor league baseball too. Yeah. No, this is what this is. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Hey, I, I thought that was more of a celebrity thing. Like, um, I didn't know they actually did that in minor league games too. That's crazy. Well, they've got like, um, let me. I... Uh, uh, we got a guy in the chat here named Michael Rhodes, and he has a question. <laughs> I have a question for you, Michael. No, I'm kidding. Uh, he says, "Who is a big time celebrity?" Uh, Michael, by the way, is a co-host of ours. He's he's chipping in, in chat um, to uh, boost the Q and A show, people. Q and A. We need the Qs to give you the A. Um, and Mike uh, asks, who is a big-time celebrity that you just uh, do not see a lot of autographs of in the market? I would say Christopher Walken is the biggest one I can think of. Um, I actually had a Walken back in the day. It was signed uh, at a play back in the 70s or something like that. Uh, 70s or 60s, maybe. Um, but I do not see Walkens hardly at all. He seems like a very reclused man. I've actually seen interviews where he talks about like not even having like a phone or the internet. Like he's very uh, old school. So um, that's one I can think of. Uh, Tom Cruise is another one. Uh, seems very kind of reclused outside of shooting films. Um, I guess he would be at premieres and stuff, but I'd say he's probably hard to get. Uh, you guys, you got anything, Chase? No, definitely uh, walking. I, I don't think I've ever seen any real ones of him. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Hey, Mr. Uh, Robert Watson. What's up, man? How's uh, it's the uh, resident Harry Potter fan in the house from back in the day? Um, again, guys, this is a Q&A episode, so get those questions down below and we'll answer them live on the show. Uh, that's what this is about. Get it done. Um, trying to think of some more, um, the, this, the more reclusive celebrities that don't really go out in public, um, trying to think of any more, but, um, why is Michael not on the show? Actually, the, the, we've, we've, there's a lot of reasons, uh, certain people aren't on the show. Troy just went to the nationals. Um, so he's wiped and uh, I think just getting in. So uh, we wouldn't want him to have to do a show on that short of notice. Um, uh, and Mike is away right now. So he can't do it. And, um, you know, Andy's got some stuff, personal stuff. Um, but he should be back on some episodes coming up soon. Um, you know, stuff happens. That's part of the show. That's why we have so many co-hosts that, uh, <laughs> even when so many are gone, we can fill in a hole. 
with a Q&A show where you can ask your questions live on Facebook. Um, so kind of, that's kind of what's going on. Um, but uh, anyway, um, Jeff Jones has become a bit of a recluse. Yeah, but he's signed TTM for me. Um, Jeff Jeffrey Jones. Uh, yeah, of course, actor that was famous from Ferris Bueller. Um, Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck signed photo from him, TTM. Right. And um, I found his address through a database. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> uh, a very public database that's usually not used for TTMing. Um, and I found his address through that, and he signed all my stuff. So um, I felt a little weird about that one. But uh, he's definitely reclused, but not impossible. Um, and I wouldn't say he's a big name. Uh, Mike's question. No. So he's a medium name, maybe. <laughs> yeah, he's like a media, mediocre. Or definitely medium. like a lower now. But he, he at one time he was kind of up there. Yeah, he, but... on top of his game. he actually, after the whole thing happened, the thing. Yeah, the thing. But yeah, um, he was on Deadwood and, and several other shows. Yeah. So it wasn't like his career was totally over, but he wasn't getting the roles he used to. Um, Let's see. Uh, and uh, so Mike has another question. Again, people watching, send your questions. Uh, Mike gets it. He's from the show. Um, and for in season sports, better to send to uh, the station or the practice facility. That's all you chase because I don't. I've never actually done that stuff. Um, by I'm not sure what's by station. Usually, whenever I send. Uh, TTM in season, I send to the stadium. Um, oh, I bet that's what he meant, stadium. I bet okay. it. Was <laughs> yeah, I, I send it straight to the to the stadium. Um, I don't think it makes a difference. I think it probably ends up in the same spot. Yeah. Um, and maybe you'll get lucky, and one time somebody will um, see it and send it somewhere else. I don't know, but I'd say most of that stuff gets filtered to the same spot. So. Yeah, I know some stadiums you'll have like an actual address for the stadium, and then some will have like a PO box. I always send it straight to the stadium. Yep, I agree, and uh, that's with, obviously a lot harder nowadays than back in the day. Yeah, with the exception, of course, of like spring training, and then I send it to the spring training stadium. <laughs> spring training is your best bet on the bigger names for sure, because of all the policies that certain clubs have implemented. When it comes to signing, or in that their case, not signing. So now, if it is somebody who's not on the forty-man roster, you might have to do a little bit of digging because you might not send it to the actual stadium that they play the games at. Because if they're minor league players, they probably won't ever go to that stadium. You have to send it to the the facility. Uh, Al asks, "How many TTM letters do you think you could crank out in an hour?" Ooh, that's a good question. Handwriting oh. or uh, form letters? <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming form letters because hand, handwriting, uh, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Back in my day, I'd have a whole system set up with uh, printing out letters and all that stuff. If you're including personalization of the letters, which is always important to do in a form letter, guys, I mean, you don't, you don't want to go for numbers and just send the same form letter out. So do a little personalization. It's, it's a good thing to do. Anyways, if you include that, 
Okay, so I'm typing my personalization. I'm printing it off. I'm signing it. I mean, maybe five minutes each, each letter. So, what? stuff in an envelope. Oh, you know, fold it, stuff it, everything. Yeah. Yeah. So like twelve, maybe for me. That's probably about back in the day what I would do. If you're not doing a personalization, I mean, you're talking. You could probably crank out fifty. But if you're personalizing a lot, now if you're handwriting. I mean, I could probably maybe handwrite five in an hour because I, I actually put thought into handwritten letters, which I probably shouldn't. If I'm doing a handwritten letter, I should probably do a form letter, but I usually actually plan out every single line. So maybe five. Well, um, I did. I sent out 100 to spring training this year just because that's, that's the most I've ever sent. I just wanted to try it one time. I got some stamps for Christmas. You know, I had, had the, been saving up. And yeah, it even though you know if you print them all out, you know, address you still got to handwrite the addresses. I mean, I, I did the return envelopes, I did run them through my printer, right? <laughs> but I mean, that's the same address on all of them coming back to me, exactly. So, um, yeah. John asks, uh, whatever, what are our favorite places to research addresses you can't find on Star Tiger? So, uh, everybody give up their private address sources. Um, no, I mean, I'll give you a few that are obvious. Like, there's websites like uh, 411.com. I think it's 411. Let me make sure that's right. I don't want to send you to some weird site. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, 411.com is one that uh, I used a lot back in the day. It actually looks like a totally different site now from when, back when I used it. Um, Spokio was one. If you had a subscription, was really good. Um, again, I don't know how good they are nowadays because um, I haven't done private address research in a while. But there's also other places you can find addresses. Um, I, don't, I don't know if I want to give up certain sources, but there's certain lists that other people use for other purposes um, that you can use for your purposes of TDMing. I'll, I'll leave it at that. There's other professions that use lists of addresses that you can buy or find that you can use for TDMing. I'll stop there. Um, then there's also um, uh, public filings. So I think California has certain counties and stuff that require public filings for housing so when you buy a house like it's public um and you can find that information in certain places online uh when somebody buys a new house so that's another way to do it um can't give you an exact website there because they're usually on like weird um weird websites like not like creepy or anything just like uh very official websites um but I believe it's because it needs to be public information due to some law. That's what I'm guessing. If, if it's not because of that, then they're just putting information out there that's, um, I don't know why they would. And it's not celebrities. It's, it's like everybody that lives in that neighborhood who buys a house. They have a listing uh, for everybody. And I think some, in some cases it shows what they bought it for. And, and if you go to Spokio and some of those other sites, they pull information from those public filings to fill in information on their website. So uh, you can see how some of these things pull from others. Um, but white pages. Yeah. John uses white pages. That's another good one. Um, an another trick you can use guys. Yeah. Michael says public records. 
So um, court filings is another one. Uh, you can find some court filings online. And I believe the address in some cases are required in court filings, um, especially if it if it's like the property is part of the court filing. Uh, that's definitely going to be in there. Um, but that's that's a good rundown right there. Because I like, you know, me and Mike used to run private address websites. So uh, that's not all of our sources, but that's a good amount that you guys can work with. So. <laughs> Another good one that I use is um, like playbill.com. Oh, like, no, don't tell them about that. No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, just, it's a, you know, you don't pay for anything. It just tells you what all kind of uh, plays are going on, like in off Broadway and stuff. So uh, you can find addresses that way. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you're looking for a big star and they, they do sometimes do Broadway shows, uh, that's definitely a good way to. Uh, get them is it while send them while send to them while they're on broadway but in the last since i think since we've been <laughs> doing it um and have stopped doing it i've i've seen a lot of people get a lot of uh, bad returns from plays them where, where they want money basically for playbills and the big celebrities won't sign anything so um they caught on i think on the uh, playbill circuit um Mike asks, uh, what's the most times you've sent to one person and not gotten a success? Um, that would be the, uh, shoot, what, what is, I think it's a CEO of uh, Pier One. Um, I needed him from My America. No, it's a, uh, it was the uh, president of MGM Studios back in the 80s. That's who it was. And because the guy from Pier One actually wrote me back. Um, it's the it's the uh, president of MGM Studios during the '80s. He was the My America project. He was the last famous person I needed, and I needed a teacher who would not respond to anything I sent. Um, but he was one that I knew he was getting my stuff, and he just would not sign to me. I probably sent six or seven to him. I'm sure there's a restraining order out there somewhere for me, but he was the last one out of 150 signatures, or one of the last two out of 150 signatures that I needed. And he just would not respond. So, um, well, uh, I'd have to say uh, Al Kaline. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, he's, he's, I, I sent to him. I know four times, and every time I've gotten my stuff back, not signed. And everybody else is getting them back. I'm going to try it again. Maybe I should give him the mic and have him send them for me. <laughs> and see, say please. Hey, if I tell you what. Say, please give me your crappy version signature. I'll take that. And maybe he'll laugh at it and give it to you. Because, like, that's what he gave me back in the day. I was collecting the uh, Topps fan favorites cards, and I needed, like, two signed. And uh, he gave me his straight, his, like, he didn't even put an L. It was just an A and then the K, and it was, like, just straight out, like, nothing. So I was like, this is weird. Like I, I could tell it was his signature, but like he was trying to devalue it. What we talk about sometimes on the show, maybe like give a free signature and a paid signature. But at the time, I was not happy because like I'm like nobody's going to think this is real. <laughs> this looks like garbage. Yeah. So maybe ask for that, and he'll give you the free signature. Like if you bring that up, maybe he'll be like, "Oh, this guy remembers when I gave out crappy signatures." So I'm gonna go ahead and sign this stuff. <laughs> Or maybe he thinks, man, this guy's probably wrote to me a lot. I'm not going to sign anything. <laughs> um, John says, uh, sorry, we're, we're falling a little behind in chat here, guys, which is a good problem to have. 
Uh, John says, sometimes I often cross-reference cross, cross the spouse's name to verify you have the right address. That's another trick you can use, yes, uh, when you're using public databases. Um, uh, Al says, uh, usually if you send to a celebrity themselves at a Broadway show, they'll sign. Uh, if you send it for a uh, cast sign playbill, you'll get the donation request for Broadway Cares. Okay, so um, he's saying if you send the actual person, like, photos to get signed, You'll, you'll get it back. But if you send for the free playbill that you used to get, they usually ask for donations now. So, um, John asks, uh, how many successes did you get from the 100 spring training addresses? Um, I'm setting at 43 right now. So um, my goal is 50%. <laughs> but uh, I'm still holding out because a lot of, a lot of players or some players – will wait till after the end of the season. So you'll start getting <clears throat> in like December, you'll start getting some coming in. So I'm still holding out. Actually, I think the last show I had one that I got back from spring training. So they're, they're still slowly coming in, but I'm, I'm sitting at 43 right now. And I used uh Troy's hot list for a lot of them. So yeah, check out Troy's hot list on TTMonograph.com. We got your back, Troy. You're promoting you. Even you're yeah, I'm promoting you like crazy. <laughs> even here. Yeah, this is the TTM autograph show, I guess. Um, so uh, John also, uh, also says, doesn't Kalon respond much better with money? Yes, he does, but you know we're cheap. Well, so. no, I've I've sent I've sent cash with a baseball. He just so hates cheese. First, first, I sent money order with a baseball. It came back not signed. Sent cash with a baseball, didn't get signed. Then I sent um, cash. For with a baseball uh, with a card and it came back not signed. And I did send him a card without anything too. That, that was first, but yeah, yeah, he just so, hates Chase. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't like me. I'll be sending from a different address this time, so we'll see. I was gonna say you should probably try sending from a different address. Um, he maybe has you on a database. I know some celebrities do database signatures. That that's kind of an old school thing, but. Um, I'm sure it still happens, especially some of the old school guys. After the second time with the baseball, people started reporting that he won't sign baseballs unless it's like at a paid show or a convention. Mm. So, so then I went to doing the card again, but I guess maybe I didn't send him enough money. I don't know. So, um, <laughs> Rhodesy says, uh, why do you think JSA opinion increases the value of an autograph so much? Uh, because people love documents. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. They like fancy pieces of paper that tell, that secures them and saying, hey, this is authentic. And um, as much as I, I, I agree with authentication, and I think it's important, but uh, I think it's way too expensive. <laughs> me, and me and Chase were just talking about this before the show. I think it's way overpriced. Uh, I, I think in some some cases, it's, it's smart to do. Um, but especially like up-and-coming people, um, yeah, but, you get them for get them if, cheap. If you do a mass like through with what Garrick does, a card cutter, you right. can get some from about ten to fifteen dollars a card, right? But then you get into the way bigger names, and you're you're talking about hundreds. And I think personally, if you're a collector, uh, certification should be meant for getting rid of the item. So. If you're worried uh, about the value of the item whenever you're going to try to sell it, 
uh, certification helps that like a hundred percent. Like that's great to have certification. Again, you have to do a cost analysis though, because it's, it costs so much to get stuff certified sometimes, especially if you're doing one item, it may not be worth it to actually get it certified, the profit you would get in selling the item, especially if it's an obvious uh, authentic autograph, like crosses all the T's, dots all the I's. Um, in that case, <clears throat> if it's uh, the price is gonna, be like a hundred dollars, like me and Chase were talking about earlier. There's something we we're talking about. There's gonna be a hundred dollars to certify, and it's only gonna boost the value a hundred dollars. Um, I don't know, um, but yeah, I, I think if you're doing a personal collection, I don't even worry about certification. Like I don't certify anything. Like I use my uh, my knowledge of what's in my collection, um, and actually, when it comes to selling items. Um, I'm more right now about flipping stuff through. So I don't have the time to sit and wait for something to get certified or um, try to boost the value through certification. Um, I'd rather pass on that deal to the customer where they can get it at a, a lower price. I can flip it faster. Um, it's just not in my business model. So I know it works for certain places, but uh, for collectors, personal collectors, I don't think it works. And for my business model personally of trying to flip autographs fast, um, it doesn't really work. Yeah, because if you send a PSA, I'm not sure about JSA, but I know a PSA. I don't. I would say a minimum of two month turnaround. Sometimes longer than that, depending on how many you're sending and how much, you know, how many other people are sending out. If they're doing like a special or something like that, it's yeah, you're looking at at least two, three months, sometimes longer. Not to mention, we've we've talked about before, you know, IP stuff getting turned down, PSA. PSA certifying known preprints. Um, there's several um, examples of that out there, and at JSA. Um, so it's not uh, even if you have something authentic, it's not guaranteed you're going to get that back, and then you're throwing money down the drain. Yeah, we're showing examples of PSA certified Bob Dole's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we just talked about Bob Dole, and all of us agree that they're secretarial, yet. PSA is certified a heck of a lot. Certify his secretary signed it. Exactly. <laughs> um, John says uh, that's quite good with current players. I'm not sure. Uh, maybe spring training. He's yeah, spring about. training. Um, he said he's had a lot better luck with them than you. So John's got you beat. He's better than you, Chase. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, and, I, did, I went out on a limb and sent out two some that were a little harder, and then some of them that I know of got traded like it that sent it and then like in spring training they got traded or released so who knows they if they ever come back or not and uh john also says it's a it's a mental thing with naive consumers when it comes to psa uh stuff um i to a certain extent yes but it's kind of a uh it's kind of a uh, hobby uh what's the word for it standard a hobby standard so um, some people like the, some people have a total obsession with PSA stuff and some people don't. And I, I, I agree with the people that don't, but I'm not going to fault the people that do. Um, I, I think they overprice There's their grading. I think, uh, pick, give me a Mickey Mantle autograph for an hour and you're going to give me a hundred dollars. So if it's real or not, like <laughs> that's a great deal. Like, I mean, I know they have machinery there that, uh, you know, looks into it and stuff um, a little further than we can do with our little eight, $8 microscopes. But um, 
yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like uh, it goes both ways. I don't fault the people that use it, but personally, I don't. I don't use it. So, um, need more questions, guys. Come on, we hit the end of the questions. <laughs> Come on, we gotta fill this time. <laughs> I like this Q and A uh, uh, episode, though. I think it's working out pretty well here on Facebook. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll be back with uh, a lot of the gang in two weeks. We just uh, had a bunch of them get knocked down this week. And Stacy, we're still trying to find Stacy. I don't know where the heck he is. Yeah, that's for the Q and A. Where's Stacy? <laughs> where's Stacy? <laughs> so well, it's always in the comments. Like, where's Stacy? <laughs> where's Henry? Yes, I, I would. I would think he would be on here. Yeah. Well, Henry, he might be over on uh, Twitch, expecting us to be on Twitch. Still, still watching it on uh, on YouTube. Yeah, a lot of people do just watch it on YouTube, and that's fine. Um, but I figured this Facebook, uh, it, we have a we have about a thousand likes on Facebook, so getting that out there to a thousand people is always a plus. You give us a topic, okay? Um, I mean, we do every week when we do our giveaways. <laughs> um, Rhodes says, uh, "Is autographing is autograph collecting a hobby or a business now? Does anyone collect anymore? I think it's a mix of both. I mean, I, I don't think." I think maybe if you're a kid, it can be a hobby, but I see even like, even if like a kid is 12 years old, I see kids like 12, 13 years old on Facebook all the time doing deals and groups. So I think it's hard to stay away from the money side. I mean, money pretty much drives everything we do in this world. So um, there's obvious money behind autograph collecting and that's always going to be there. Um, from now until the end of time. So I think if they're intertwined and they're not going to be separated ever. Like uh, just like baseball cards, you know, you, you uh, hear the old stories about people growing up and putting 1952 manuals on their bike spokes and all that stuff. You know, they, they had fun with the cards back then. They weren't worth anything. They were just like extra things you got with gum sometimes. Um, and now uh, you buy a pack of, baseball cards you want to get a hit and you're not sticking jack crap in your spokes of your bike you know you're not tearing up the cards you're keeping the cards you're collecting the cards uh that started uh, in the late 80s early or late uh, 70s early 80s that that idea of oh these are worth money and uh ever since that happened um that created the baseball card shows which uh created the comic cons which turned out to be basic autograph shows. Um, it's all intertwined from that big boom from the trading cards. Uh, I think that's when stuff started becoming more of a uh, business than a hobby or inter at least intertwined. So it's both. Yeah, I, I collect. I mean, I collect what I like. So it's for my collection, but also collect in a way where whenever I'm gone and it goes to my kids, if they have no interest, they can sell it if they want. Right. Like, you know, I try, you know, to collect, you know, like if I'm going to get so, like somebody signed, whatever, not getting it personalized that way, you know, it's in my collection. It's great. But later down the road, if, if it needs to be sold, it can easily be flipped that way. Right. But yeah, I look at it. I, I collect what I like. So, a lot of people are in that boat. 
they collect what they like, and it's also an investment. It's there there if you need it. Um, and that's uh, pretty much what John said. He collects while knowing it's a business. Uh, does age factor into who you write to? So uh, I guess this could go both ways. Uh, if it's a kid, do you write your letter differently? If it's um, Kirk Douglas, who's like 125 years old, um, do you write differently? Like big letters so they can see. <laughs> like uh, oh, you physically write. I thought you were talking about like you want to send to the older people first, get them before they. Uh, you know that could that you can, you can actually interpret it that way too. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. I so know, uh, year before last, I I went through a, you know, I started noticing a lot of the uh, All American girls, the original girl baseball players with like uh, you know league of their own was based off of were starting to pass away so i made that kind of the top focus of my collection is to just to send out to as many of them as i could and i got, I got a pretty good collection now of them those, those ladies love getting mail and yeah. most of them sent extra stuff back like cards or pictures or stories of you know their times i've got a couple of them that had like printouts of stuff probably they send to everybody but still it was kind of like a little biography just extra stuff that they sent yeah i mean like we always whenever people get in the hobby we talk about what should you do when you get in the hobby who should you write to that's the big question everybody has who should i write to i'm new to this like i i always say write to the old people that sign really well like go to star tiger and fi find who's signing and as long as you know who they are and you like their work, write to them. Um, one that a lot of people probably regret not writing a lot to is James Earl Jones, who signed every single thing you sent for years and years and years and now doesn't sign anything. And uh, his stuff's gone up in value quite a bit uh, because he stopped signing. So um, write to those old people that are getting up there in age because you don't know when they're going to stop signing. Um, and when it comes to younger people, I've never really wrote to somebody that was a uh, younger person. Um, we had uh, Addie Miller, who was in Walking Dead, on our old podcast, and we went mostly uh, contacting through her mother to set things up. So um, I guess fan mail would be monitored by, I I'm, I'm hoping, uh, a kid would have their fan mail monitored by their parents. Um, so uh, maybe throw some stuff in there for the parents, maybe then you did a really good job teaching your kid. I don't know. I don't know what to write in the kid letter. I've never wrote one before. Uh, have you ever wrote to like a kid actor chase? Um, turn, I don't know I remember how old she is, but just earlier this year, I, I wrote to uh, Katana Turnbull, who was um, Carmelita Splats in the uh, series, unfortunate events off of Netflix. I think she's like, 10 11 12 something like that 13 and at the at the most and i wrote via the agency just but i wrote water, yeah, I wrote just, water. You know, yeah that's know, probably the best way to go um, your role and all that you know so yeah i'd say they probably want uh most of that stuff to go to the i didn't even think about that yeah the agency would probably be the safest way to go because they probably vet everything through that so um probably a normal form form letter would be fine again I've never wrote to anybody <laughs> like that. I've always wrote to baseball players or Hollywood stars. So, um, all right. So we're falling behind again, the, the, uh, questions we'll get back on track here. Um, 
the big uh, Hitler question here from Al. <laughs> if you had a uh, chance to buy a Hitler autograph uh, at a good price, would you? Heck yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, I think every one of us would. I mean, it's a piece of history. It's an investment. That's Probably wouldn't stay in my house. It would have to be like in a safe deposit box or something. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, I'd insure it. Like, yeah, that would be a giant piece of history that like you might be able to buy a house with, you know, down the line. So that's how I would look at it. It's like, okay, this is only going to go up in price. So I'm just going to buy it and hold on to it. Um, I think all of our answers would be the same on that. Um, and then Mike says, is there an autograph you would pass on getting something you don't want in your collection? Oh, the serial killer, killer question. Um, I don't know. Maybe, gosh, I, I, I don't know. I, I would be nervous about sending to a, to a serial killer. I mean, maybe get a P.O. box or something first. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you're writing to them, you definitely don't want to use your real address. Uh, maybe use a fake name. Um, but uh, having the autograph in my collection, I wouldn't mind that. Oh, I got a good one. I got some. I, I got one I would throw out no matter, like, easily because I wouldn't want it in my collection because it's not worth jack. And that's Jared Fogle. So like I actually had it. I I think I sold it back in the day. But if I still had oh, it, this, in my collection, this subway guy. Yeah, the subway okay. guy, the the uh, child <laughs> predator guy. So like if I had that still in my collection, I would not hesitate to throw it out because he's not worth anything. Like he's just a worthless human being, and his autograph is worthless. So there's really no reason to have it in my collection at that point. So I, I would uh, probably get rid of that. But if it has value, if it's like a serial killer, that stuff has value. I'm not throwing away a Charles Manson autograph. I, I collect baseball cards, sign cards, you know, as you've seen on here, and I try to collect in complete sets and stuff. I've sent out to Mel Hall. I haven't got anything back yet, but he's he's locked up and will be there a while. Right. <laughs> John Wetland was another one that recently got. Uh, yeah, he's not in jail yet he he was arrested and he's out but i don't know he i think they're waiting for more next i guess a big trial or whatever but Again, see and that's and that's he see he's not famous enough for it to be worth money so like i would have no problem throwing off away all my john wetland autographs like, well even if you got them before it happened yeah i, I got maybe just out of spite <laughs> like i just like you know screw this guy I, I don't want this in my collection like but if it's worth a lot of money i'm not throwing it away you know i won't go that far well even mill hall wouldn't be worth a lot of money but you know it's, it's that one card i need you know it won't okay, be okay you're talking about a set your set's worth money like a full set's worth money so i that, i would probably put that in that category right but if i have a random 1992 john wetland signed card you know I might even make a video about it and just like, <laughs> we'll wait to see if he gets convicted, I guess, whatever. But like, um, you know, I don't know. That's how I feel. If it's worth money, keep it. If it's not, have fun with it and get rid of it or do whatever you want. Um, um, John says, what do you think of uh, card groups that are structured with paid subscribers? Like Patreon uh, subscribers? Um card groups like people that uh do breaks and stuff i mean i'd say probably the reason they do that is to whittle down the people that cheat them out of money because i've seen a lot of those card groups you know a lot of people complaining about people not paying for card breaks um 
I don't know if there's a see, I'm not in that world, so I don't know exactly how it's set up. But if you're a computer programmer, I'd say if you could develop a system that like put money into an account um, for a card break, so it was guaranteed. And then uh, I don't know. It seems like a, there's a hole in the market there that could be filled by somebody that knows what they're doing when it comes to computer programming, like a little uh, app or program that would uh, deal with card breaks a little easier because I see a lot of problems with it. And I'd say what those private groups are doing by whittling down, okay, you give us $5 a month, you could be in our, our group, uh, probably makes the card breaks a lot safer or the, bo the box breaks a lot safer. So that's my guess. Um, so, okay. Um, sorry, we're way behind here, guys. Oh, let me catch up. Okay. Um, Al says, I absolutely would as well. Um, John says, it's separating your emotions from your collecting goals. Exactly. Um, Al says, uh, is an OJ auto worth more pre or post murders? Um, probably post but he has signed a lot of stuff since post. Yeah. Uh, he, he pops up quite a bit. Yeah. You're looking at maybe 60 bucks, 70 bucks right, right now. Uh, I don't think his autograph was that high before. Um, but uh, so probably it's more now, but not by much. You'd, be, you'd think it'd be worth a lot more, but you can, there's a lot of OJs out there. So what would be worth more football item or like a, a naked gun item? <laughs> I would say a naked gun item because they're rarer. Yeah, because uh, I mean it's not you but know if you get like a jersey or something, that's obviously gonna be worth a lot. Oh yeah. Um hey, it's Dave. What's up, Dave? Hey Dave, uh put the name of your uh live show down in the comments and uh we'll talk about it on air. So we'll send the people your way. But he says he never throw away his Mount TTM autograph. That's right. Uh I got mine back there actually. And we actually, uh, guys, we have some swag we're creating right now. We got to send it around to all the guys on the show. But uh, you're going to have the chance to win some uh, multi-signed items from the show coming up very soon. No, not very soon, but here in a couple months. Uh, <laughs> it's got to go around to everybody first. So Depends on the USPS. Yeah, it depends how fast people decide to ship it at. <laughs> Are you going to buck up for the priority? Or well, actually, this has to go priority because it's uh, it's a big box. Okay, I'll tell you what it is, guys. We have individually signed tops cards of each broadcaster, and then we also have the eight by ten of the drawing that we have. Uh, we have like I think I got twenty eight by tens, so uh, those are going to be signed by the whole crew. So you'll be able to get those through giveaways uh, and such uh, coming up. So, um. And then, uh, so Mike says, would uh, you ask someone at the Comic-Con about TTM autographs like John Travolta? I mean, I did that with Henry Winkler. I, I went up and I didn't ask him about it. I thanked him for signing TTM, and he gave me an awkward look, which is why we need to get him in the case against. I, I, well, uh, I, 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 saw, I, think, um, I think we talked about a little bit last last podcast that um john travolta is doing a con coming up and it's by a company that actually comes around here a lot but they're doing it. i think it's in boston maybe this time around but um if it was closer i would definitely do that i've got a signed photo that like a um a uh, pulp fiction photo that's signed by uma thurman 
and it's got the um, I mean John Travolta autograph on it. Right. So if it was closer, I would go to that show to get it signed by him. And um, yeah, definitely bring it up at the table. I would yeah. even I would even be willing to uh, wear my uh, my GoPro or something to record it. <laughs> here's, the, here's the rule I think on that: you can't do that while you're in the line, um, because like the celebrities don't want other people knowing that they signed for free. If they are signing autographs through TTM, the last thing you want to do is broadcast that to a bunch of people that are paying money for autographs behind you. Okay. So if you can catch the celebrity kind of off to the side or, or not around a lot of people, that's the best time to ask. And that's when I brought it up to Henry Winkler. There was nobody really around. It was just me and him. So um, that's always a, a good rule of thumb to go by because they're going to act real awkward if there's a bunch of people wanting to pay, you know, 50 bucks for an autograph. And you're like, thanks for signing for free. And everybody's like, what? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you got people leaving behind you. Um so the name of Dave's group is House of a Thousand Collectibles, guys. House of a Thousand Collectibles on Facebook. Uh, go check that out. Dave basically, like, uh, I believe it's auction style, auctions office uh, collectibles. And uh, there's some really good deals in there. Like, I've, I've been watching some of his streams. Really cool. So Dave actually was an uh, old co-host of uh, Autograph Weekly back in the day. What, it's been like, gosh, seven years ago? That's a long time ago. <laughs> it doesn't feel like it that long ago. But uh, Dave was a co-host back then, and uh, we're always happy to promote his stuff. So House of a Thousand Collectibles on Facebook. Go check that out. Um, okay. Uh, John says, uh, I would say post. Uh, OJ's a guy who he has a hard time getting his autograph. Graph, he, he must confess. Oh, because of the, the murder thing. Yeah, he was never convicted, though. So you got, you got that to ease your conscience. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, Dave says he's asked a few celebrities while meeting them about TTMs. And so far, they've all said, yes, it's them signing the items and they enjoy it and prefer the items with a, a self-addressed envelope. And as everybody knows, Travolta also says that he signs TTM like he swears. Um, and I think his sister is the one that controls all that stuff. And she swears up and down, which makes me think it's probably his sister signing. But who knows? I have gotten a few addresses in person. I've got made some custom photos and cards and things, and they really liked it. And I was like, oh, write down your address, and I can send you some. And, of course, now I have their address. <laughs> that's, that's another way to get private addresses, guys. <laughs> Meet the celebrity and ask for the address. Uh, it's a little tedious, but it's another way you can do it. <laughs> Uh, Dave says, uh, Daniel Harris, D Wallace, uh, Scott Wilson, and most of the walking dead guys. Yeah. Uh, walking dead guys signed great there for a while. And then just all hell broke loose and it's almost impossible to get them. Any oh, they started doing the conventions. Yep. And they started doing conventions and making money. Yep. It's always the money, which I don't blame them. Um, Mike says he asked Travolta and he actually told me a few other collectors that his sister handles his fan mail. There you go. So uh, Mike uh, says he talked to Travolta and uh, he said his sister does it. So uh, I I think I saw something about that in a post on, on a forum once. It might have been you that brought it up, Mike. Um, do you think uh, larger items get sent quicker through the mail? Uh, 
uh, eight by ten boxes versus four by six in cards. Um, I mean, if it, ha I mean, obviously if it goes priority, it's getting there faster. But um, no, they probably get shipped at the same rate. I would think. I haven't had any differences on on wait times. Most of the, uh, you mean like actually getting to the celebrities? Like the celebrities are like, okay, this is a larger package, so I'm going to sign this first compared to all this smaller stuff. Maybe. Yeah. Ask Troy about that and his Vern Troyer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I would think that, you know, that bigger might be noticed more. So, right. But, well, we always talk about the more unique your package is, <laughs> pardon the pun, uh, the more likely it's going to get signed. So, you know, maybe the size matters, as they say. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you might be onto something. Uh, you, you might get signed a little faster if your item's bigger. I think what's more likely is that the celebrity has a signing day where he just goes through all of his fan mail and gets it all done in one day. And uh, it's probably not going to stand out too much. You might get lucky and it might stand out, but most likely it's going to be in the pile with everything else. Um, James Earl Jones gave me his address and insisted I sent to him. He would not sign in person. Really? I don't see him signing many things nowadays. Uh through the mail, but uh, and Dave says he met Felicity Rose from Sleepaway Camp and asked her about it, and she gave her home address, and uh, he sent to it and got a bunch of extra stuff. Yeah, guys, we found a whole other way to do private addresses. Ask the celebrity. <laughs> um, but I think that's a rarity. Obviously, we talked to uh, Todd Stashwick on the old show, and he said that he absolutely doesn't not want any fan mail via his home address like that's he's like that's a big no-no um so i think a lot of celebrities feel that way but some don't so it's hit hit or miss um uh mike says people have asked for travolta in person for years ask travolta yeah because i mean that's like one of the biggest names that signs ttm that is suspected secretarial pretty much guaranteed secretarial but i can see how you get that question a lot um, John, sorry, I'm trying to catch up here. You guys are rolling through like crazy. <laughs> That's a good thing. Um, uh, John says, how confident are you about getting an authentic return for a celebrity through an agency? Um, I, I feel better, uh, right to an agency, tell you the truth, like, because usually an agency takes like ages and ages to get back. And, um, yeah, I, I feel better about that. Usually if it's a quick return, uh, there's some sp suspicion there if they're a larger celebrity. So, um, hello, Casey. Thanks for watching. Long time no see, man. Um, uh, Mike says, what do you think about secretarial personalizations on real autograph photos? I like Wanda Rousey. Yeah. So that's, that's a unique little, um, item that I haven't seen in a while, actually. Um, uh, I, I didn't know Rousey did it, but you'll write to a celebrity and they'll have pre-signed photos, um, and then a secretarial will write your name on it. And I think that's probably just to devalue the autograph so people aren't writing like multiple times, getting a, a straight-up autograph photo. What do you think, Chase? Um, expo marker? <laughs> Dry erase marker? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, here's the thing. I've noticed on a lot of them, it's not on a glossy photo. Oh, it's well. one of those uh, paper photos where you can't actually get the... Right. Well, this is paper. So I noticed that little trick. An autograph, you know. A lot of college coaches did that. Uh, do that. Um, if you wrote to a, back in the day, if you wrote to a bunch of football or basketball coaches, especially via email, 
they would send you an autograph photo and maybe 25% of the time it was actually like auto pen or not real. And then like maybe 10% uh, on top of that was real, but you have a secretarial inscription on top, but it was a paper photo. So you couldn't take the signature, uh, take the inscription off, which is clever, you know, it is clever. But then you just cut the signature out and do a map piece. Yeah, or it just goes in the auto, in the uh, the files with the in the file. Yeah, like, yep. Um, Mike says it was ten years ago on the Jones story. Yeah, I went back when he was signing TTM. Probably just a lot easier for him to sign in bulk, you know. But um, I know he's uh, he signed there for a while through his plays. I think that was the last time he signed. Actually, that I remember, uh, the last time he signed TTM was through his plays. Um, Dave says what kills them on star tiger now is that they'll post the same agency address for a ton of celebs that don't work or yeah. Um, uh, so he stays away from agency addresses unless it's tested. That's a smart move. Um, because Stark's really good at keeping up on that stuff, but like, it's not always super accurate because he uses bulk information to mass edit. Um, so you'll, you'll see, we talked about this on the last episode, how, uh, the, the new way it's done, you get a lot more information on the celebrity pages, but there's some stuff that's wrong, especially with like sports stars and certain teams and stuff. They'll have the wrong team or the wrong uh, place in there. So you're going to have problems with that. Always, if you're TTMing and you're not wanting to get bold, always go for the tested addresses. I always push that. Um, if you're wanting to get bold and try some stuff and you really want to get a person, try some untested addresses and at least that knocks them off the list once you're RTS. So, um, Mike says a lot of people are now blending the personalization into their autograph overlapping, making it harder to get off. And you think they're catching on to the removal. I can still mat that. I can mat, I can mat a, uh, <laughs> a personalization into signature that doesn't bother me, but you're, you're probably right. That's probably exactly what they're doing. I've seen a lot of people uh, actually not cross, like you see um, uh, multi-signed team items, especially flats. And I see a lot of people crossing signatures into another signature. So like uh, the the bigger star will, you know, cross signatures into another signature. I think this happens a lot IP, not as much with like uh, paid autographs, obviously. Yeah, I've so, seen some uh, current players do that as well they'll write your name and then their signature will loop up into your name some as well yep and that, that keeps you from uh removing that personalization obviously so that's a that's a good catch there too fine tip a dry erase marker do we want to go ahead and move on guys i think we've had a full q a session here thank you guys uh for asking all those great questions um hey, uh, and this way mike gets to join us too he's still here yeah exactly on vacation we're still putting Mike to work while he's on vacation. Um, let's move on to uh, fanatic feedback, which is one last question. We'll still answer your questions if you guys have them throughout the show. But that was our Q&A official se segment. So, uh, And Al, who's in chat, uh, asked a question uh, for this show. When addressing an envelope, do you put Mr. or Mrs. before the celebrity name? Also, do you check if it's Miss, 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 which, you know, the different marriage versions of Miss? Or misses. Um, he personally, he personally always just does miss to be safe. But wondering what you all do. Um, obviously, men are easy because they're all Mister. Um, but uh, yeah, I've done that before. Um, I don't know if it has an effect, but it definitely stands out a little bit. So uh, as we said, we want to do 
everything with our TTMs to stand out because, you know, that one thing might get the person to be like, all right, I'll sign this one. Um, so that, yeah, being polite is definitely a plus. What about you, Chase? Do you do that? Um, in my letter, I definitely I do. On Everybody the does it in their letter, yeah, Chase. I mean, on the envelope, <laughs> not always. just depends on the situation. Uh, one of the things, another thing that I was having to really research is when I was doing the All-American Girls Baseball was on the list of players – it's got their name when they played, but then if they were married, is it the same last name, different last name, hyphenated? So then you got to, is it you know, which name goes first type thing? Which, how do they go by? So there's, there are some, some name play things you have to do. Yeah. It's always worth adding on there. Um, but like you said, with the women, it's a little complicated because you got to get the right, uh, abbreviation so you know, if, they, if they were married and now not you know, right what do you put right so that's always a conundrum i'm going to answer a few more of these q a things uh dave says does that work though in rts one person's link will kill the same address uh on a different person's that's all up to dis the discretion of stark i believe um what my experience back in the day i don't know if this is true because i haven't done ttming in a while but if you use uh, an untested address and get an rts that usually kills the address automatically, um, or he he goes ahead and kills it. But uh, if it's a tested address and like a positive, like a, with a success, then he won't kill it after one RTS. Obviously, he'll leave it up. Yeah, I know. Sometimes he'll send you a message um, wanting to you know see it. Like I've, I've had to scan in the envelope. Oh, really? A few times. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't know that. So if you were send it to him, and no, I, I don't have a problem doing that. <laughs> Oh, I forgot we can pin stuff up here, guys. Uh, I could have been doing this the whole show. Um, we'll do that. Check that out. <laughs> um, and uh, John asked, uh, how much luck did you guys have with, uh, oh, how, how much luck did I have running publishing companies? Uh, always ask for book plates. If you're doing publishing companies, always ask for book, book, book plates. And uh, that was always a really good uh, success rate for me. Um, if you write with photos, you're most likely not going to get anything back. So just write a form letter asking for book plates and uh, you'll get a decent success rate. Or you used to. I don't know how it is now. Maybe they've changed. But um, yeah. And John says, I put it in the letter, but not in the envelope. Envelope's a good idea. Like I've done it before. I don't know if it makes a difference. But um, okay, guys, let's move on to the giveaway winner. Um, who won the giveaway? Pull up the, uh, you have it with you, Chase? Yeah, I'm trying. Got it here, but I pulled it up and everything uh, fell out. <laughs> fell we apart. have a Warwick Davis autographed tape of Willow. And I wonder who won this beauty. Well, the answer is Jason May. Congratulations, Jason May. You have won this awesome Willow autographed VHS tape. Very jealous. It's a very cool piece. Um, so we'll get that out to you ASAP. And uh, this episode, we're giving away an Andy Dick Certified <laughs> Auto. So if you'd like an Andy Dick Certified Auto, all you have to do is go to our website, autographersanonymous.com. That's autographersanonymous.com or graphersaa.com. Same place. Click the uh, giveaway link on the right-hand side, enter the giveaway, and answer this question. How many autographs do you own? Real complicated question, I know. 
we might have actually used this question before, but we're going to do it again. Um, so uh, guesstimate how many autographs you own in your collection. I, I think we used this question early on in the show. Uh, I, I think we have uh, many more viewers now, so it'll be in interesting to see the answers. So how many autographs do you have in your collection? Guesstimate. Don't go through and count every one, people. It's not worth <laughs> it. Trust me. Just guesstimate. Okay, um, and answer our, and we'll uh, take a look next week and pick a winner to win an Andy Dick certified auto. Um, all right, guys. Uh, you know what? We'll take some more questions uh, if you guys want, and uh, if you guys don't have any, we'll go ahead and sign off. So that's why we're going to do this. Um, John said, did you find publishers forward your letter to the author more than not? Um, I, I didn't find them doing that very often. I, I found when I sent to a publisher, most of the time I got book plates back. Um, and I think Gene Wilder is the only one I can think that got forward forwarded. So um, I would just send a book plate request. Um, yeah. All right. I'm not I haven't ever questions. any authors, so I don't know. <laughs> you should. Well, I mean, celebrities, they're celebrity authors. Um, yeah. So, I mean... All my all books I have, I've gotten in person at signings. I feel a little bad doing it now. I run a book business or a part of my business selling books, so I feel a little bad getting free book plates from publishers. I go to half price <laughs> books and I see a lot of there, and I'm like, I think, hmm, I wonder if Zane needs these. <laughs> well, it depends. Are they worth money? I don't know. They're, they're obviously selling them, but not for very much. So. All right, guys. Uh, well, I think we're going to call it a night. Um, thanks for watching. Uh, you guys did a great job on the questions. I think this worked out really well. Um, next time we, we do this format, we will definitely let you guys know a little uh, beforehand. We only gave you guys an hour's advance. <laughs> yeah, come up with some questions. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the format. I don't know. I think it's kind of fun, um, especially if we have a bunch of people. you to get a bunch of people on here. We'll have like uh, – we, we, tonight we had an ip -er, and TTMer, and then I'm obviously an old T, like an ex TTMer and a uh, dealer, so we can get a lot of different opinions going. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, remember to go to our website, fanatic feedback, send us questions for shows that aren't, you know, taking questions live. Um, that's autographersanonymous.com where you can do that. And uh, promotion time, Chase promote. Hey, everybody, go subscribe to Chase's YouTube channel. Okay, nice. <laughs> so go to YouTube, go to our website and Chase's link. You'll see his uh, mustache picture down on the right hand side. Click Chase's YouTube link and subscribe to him. Um, Chase makes some great videos along with some great Q&A, some old yeah. Q&A uh, yeah. letters. Every, every Wednesday I, uh, I send off uh, or I, I don't send them off Wednesday. I post it Wednesday of the Q&As that I have. I've, I've got a little 10 question Q and a that I send off to different celebrities and uh, baseball, football, anything really. And right. I get them back and some interesting uh, answers. I'll just put it that way on some of them. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. You guys need to check that out. So go subscribe to chase. That's what we're pushing today. Guys. Uh, Autographersanonymous.com. Click his little link down below. Um, and then for me, uh, Bargain History on eBay and Fabric Fobs on Etsy. And uh, that's it. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Thanks for watching live on Facebook. Um, we might be back on Twitch. We might do Facebook again. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Facebook seems to be working out a little bit better. Um, 
but uh, we shall see, guys. Uh, we'll let you guys know. Hopefully, um, a little quicker than an hour's notice. Uh, <laughs> okay, guys. Thanks for watching, and you take care, all of you autograph addicts.